joining us for Riding Through the Ages. My name is Eric. My name is Eugene. And today we will be doing something a little different because when we started, we had these ideas. We had these visions. We were only a few episodes into Zero uh, One, and we thought, oh, yeah, we'd be able to keep up with that. And we also thought we were going to release four episodes a week. And we also thought that the world would not fall apart. Yeah, and then 2020. <laughs> and then 2020 is just like, hey, yeah, slap your plans at it. It's like, it's like that. Um, uh, have you seen that video of the of just? I think it's a it's like a digital short, it's SNL digital short where it's just uh, Andy Sandberg running around slapping things out of their hands right mm-hmm. be- right before they eat. Right, <laughs> it's like that's what we were doing with coming. We just very ready to eat this nice ready through age of twenty twenty came and slapped it out of our hands. Yeah, because I mean when we when we started recording in twenty nineteen, we were actually uh, up to date. Everything was great, and then beginning of 2020 near the middle of 2020 it's like personal and professional things just kind of yeah got in the way and so we got quite a bit behind yeah um like we're we just released what episode 14 of uh zero one uh, and uh something like that yeah and and right now sabers on yeah which and so, we were supposed to be up to date with this so and also we release uh two episodes a week in a four episode rotation mm-hmm. and so it's kind of hard to like keep up so what we are, this is going to be an episode of what I'm going to be calling Current Common. I, I wanted to go with Saber Sunday, but I guess it doesn't stand the test of time. <laughs> yes, because I'm not probably going to release it on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it's Current Common. And so this will be, we will try to keep somewhat up mm-hmm. with the current Common Rider. We'll still do the writing through the ages in the rotation, mm-hmm. but this will be... Because uh, Saber comes out pretty much every week, we'll try to release one a week. Yep. And then we will be in line, sort of. Yeah. So ideally, I mean, if everything clicks together and the universe realigns, we can finish Saber and and continue the writing through the ages with Raywa. But realistically, chances are we're just going to be keeping up with Raywa while going through the other three eras yeah. in a circular motion. Yeah. So... Uh, because, yeah, and these ones will be recorded and released not in out of order with the other ones. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have its kind of its own writer ranking. Yeah. Because uh, we can't throw them in there. So it'll be like le- legacy writers will be in the ranking, uh, the, the writer ranking. And then we'll just talk about, I, I know there's at least two or three mm-hmm. writers in the show. But we won't focus on that too much no. and the writer ranking because we'll just be watching it to themselves. Yeah. By I themselves. mean, we're still going to throw it in the master list when it's all said and done. Yeah, when I, when the series is done. But um, yeah, it's just going to be a little bit off formula. But I mean, best case scenario, we it goes back to the complete regular formula. Worst case scenario, at least we're up to date. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Mostly we're just doing it because I'm sick and tired of trying to avoid spoilers. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it starts to get out of hand when uh, YouTube is just recommending it to you every three yeah, or four pages And you just get spoilers down. by, like, just the thumbnail. Yeah, spoilers just the you- thumbnail is enough. So, <laughs> yeah. so this is to uh, – because, I mean, originally the whole point is this was so you could watch yeah. uh, Common Rider, yeah. you know, and uh, you have an excuse to watch Common Rider. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was just like, hey, let's do it. It's fun. Why yeah. not? You know? And now you've, you're you like this, you open up a whole different world of like tokusatsu and things. Uh-huh. And it's actually like. It's actually kind of culturally, it makes more sense for certain things in Japan. I know that sounds weird, but it's just like I'm watching Kamen, a show. Kamen Rider's been around for so long that it's yeah. like part of it. It's like in a like, different way. It's kind of like The Simpsons. Yeah. I where mean, it's, in a totally it's a, different way, but yeah. Where it's like it's seeped into the culture. Yeah. 
it's been around for so long that it's like seeped into the culture. Yeah, because I mean, if ever you're watching something with like a hero, and then you you start to see similarities between the way that they portray, it's the heroes same way that the way in, we in do. British culture, Doctor Who mm-hmm. has seeped into the culture so much, where like they'll just do like little salt shakers and be like exterminate, and everybody knows what they're talking about. Yeah, and this one, it's just everybody. Somebody says tension, and like you know what you're talking about. So, right. Yeah. So we both are going into this with absolutely no idea what the show's about. I mean, we, roughly, like we, we saw the trailer. storybook and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. We watched the trailer, but the point is we don't have any idea about the plot. Yes. Like, we don't know the, the arcs, nothing's See, going on. From what I've seen, it looks stupid, but that is the brilliance of the show. <laughs> the brilliance of the show is that, uh, the, that's the brilliance of this common writer, mm-hmm. is that, like, a, a suit or a, a concept can just look so stupid. Right. And just work out brilliantly. Unfortunately, it works the other way, too, sometimes. Yeah. Um, where it's like, that's amazing, and then, oh, that's horrible. And you're just like, ah. but I've heard it's pretty good, but I I don't know. I'm reserving judgment for it because I've um. So yeah, so it's the second season of Raywa. So this is what we're going to start today is we are going to watch episode one of Common Rider Saber entitled Chapter One. In the beginning, there was a flame swordsman. Mm-hmm. It aired on September sixth, twenty twenty. It was written by Takuro Fukuda and it was directed by Takuyuki Shibasaki, okay. who we've seen before. And so, yeah, the only thing we know is from the trailer we saw, which was basically just like a quick uh, magic books. Yeah. Uh, there's a yeah, storybooks, se- basically. Storybooks, something, a henshin sequence. I know that the main character is a, is a writer, yeah. like a writer, W R. Yeah. Uh, he's a writer, writer. <laughs> he's a writer, and it looks writer. Like, um, it's also going to be another multiple parts sort of common uh, writer. It looked it, like like where it's like half and half almost. Oh yeah, half and half multiple parts. I thought you meant like the episode structure. No. Um, and I do know that like there's at least the secondary writer appears at least in the at the latest in the second episode. Okay. Well, so they're they're kind of following the zero one formula. Yes. Almost. Get them all out there. Um, well, no, because they haven't gotten all of them out there yet. And, and, and no, but I'm just saying, as far as like one, two, get, three, get a like, couple of like get boom, a couple boom, of boom. them in the beginning, and then whereas Kuga, we still haven't seen one. Yeah, and Double, we're just now going to see one. Yes, because uh, the movie says so. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so that is what we are going to watch, and we're going to watch it a couple times probably to get a, get to it. But uh, any guesses other than that? Anyway, it's hard to say. Um, you know, going in with absolutely no context, we've got. I mean, I'm trying to think of what are the typical generic fairy tales. So it's it, from what I understand, they're like open source fairy tales. Like I, I don't know yeah. if they're actually real. They might be because it's like, okay, what do you, what do we have? We've got fairies, goblins, dragons. Well, like I know there is a uh, a Jack and the Beanstalk one. Okay, so giants. Yeah, yeah. So just the typical fairy stuff, or not fairy stuff, fairy tale stuff, and it's like. Besides that, what do we have to go on? I mean, he wears a hat. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. He's trying to write a book, so maybe. So, what are the bad guys in this? We don't know yet. I mean, I we'll, we'll have more ability to guess, I guess, after seeing an episode or two. Yeah, and then be like, oh, okay, now I see what's going on. But uh, what is your, I guess, preliminary guess? Uh, well, I know because I've seen the trailer. I know that it's like it is magic swords. It's like a legacy thing. Okay, like they're. I don't know if there was a saver before, mm. but the power is from before, I'm guessing. Because it's okay. like there was a bunch of writers 
and one of the bad guys is a writer who betrayed him. Okay. And I think he's trying to destroy fiction or something. Okay, yeah, just destroy fiction. That'll solve problems because <laughs> it's not true. So do you think this overall the story is going to be about? <laughs> the power of stories. How fibs are <laughs> ultimately horrible. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, totally. Uh, Even if it's for entertainment, it's still a lie. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, that was one of the reasons why uh, actors weren't allowed to be buried in Catholic cemetery. Because um, <laughs> they're lying all the time. Yeah, because they're just uh, they're just so straight maybe, up yeah, lying. <laughs> maybe that's the ultimate point. <laughs> the ultimate point is that we're all liars. And the char- main character's like, no, fiction's for fun and enjoyment. Yes. <laughs> Don't take that from the kids. The other thing I know is that they are returning um, an ending theme. Oh, okay. An ending theme song because there isn't one in, in zero one. There isn't one in, co- uh, in double either. Yeah, there's just the yeah. Is it circular? Yeah. So there's di- there yeah. there hasn't been one since for a long time actually. Like there wasn't one in double. Okay. So does that mean we're getting less show? I guess so. Yeah. Huh. Well, hey, you know, as long as they do it well. Then... I mean, they still have like fifty episodes to to make up. Yeah. So I mean, there has been a couple of even in uh, in uh. Zero one, it's like two or three episodes. They could have just like combined into one or two, and it'd be like mm-hmm. we're not just gonna, we're just not gonna have the sushi guy this time. Yeah, just don't have the sushi guy. There was really <laughs> nothing important going on in those first. Like, I mean, we got to see a little bit of characters. And well, like, ultimately, the, the thing is, is like there was important things that are happening. They're but fundamental the storyline that the story, the main storyline in yeah. those episodes, like in that episode, Valkyrie show up, so that was a big deal, right? But like, what was the big the what yeah. was the big deal in like the sushi and whatnot? I mean, the, the I manga guess one like, or the it, the, it was really, I think, the only thing that was relevant for the main plot was it shows our writers' differences of opinion. Yeah. So I'm saying that there was, uh, it's just like the A plots in those stories right. were kind of extra. You could have cut them out and put an actual plot. Yeah. I'm not saying they were bad episodes. No, but good episodes just. Uh, but if like you needed to, you could have had a couple of extra shorter you can episodes. make time. Yeah. Or you can just shorten the scene where they're making sushi to make room for the ending thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're, they're, I mean. The magical throw it in the air and like. I mean, even Akuga has an ending theme, but a couple of episodes, you're like, these these two episodes could have been one episode. Oh, dude. They could, even with the ending theme, they could fit like four more minutes of content in there. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm not worried about it. No. It's not going to be, I, I don't think it's going to be a uh one piece situation <laughs> where it's like a two and a half minute opening and then like a minute and a half recap and then like <laughs> two and a half minute ending <laughs> and like intermission <laughs> next time on uh a youtuber he took out everything that was extra in one episode and he got it down to like nine minutes oh god <laughs> something ridiculous like that comparatively to the manga because mm-hmm. it was just like yeah. oh look he looks back looks back looks back looks back <laughs> Yeah, it's like let's just do that one looks back thing, and then there we go. Made by the same company though. Toei makes uh, Toei Animation does One Piece, and Toei does uh, live action. Does so? Hey, we could be getting that right now. Yeah, this could be our One Piece. This could be our One Piece. It's going to be just this one show for the next fourteen years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we are. Uh, we're going to go watch that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we are back. So it's much different than the last one, don't you think? Um, oh man, yeah. I see. Is it bad? I can't. I, you know, I judged zero one on the first episode, right? Um, I didn't give it a fair shot. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say it's bad yet. I mean, if you would have judged double on its first two episode, first episode especially, you would have been like, dude. This is yeah. So it's um, 
it's not it's not my favorite by far. So far, it's my least favorite. If you would have judged all of them by their first episode, you would have said Kuga would have been your favorite. Yes. Well, and I, I think I did. And and now it's like the other shows are like way better. Yeah. It's got <laughs> like, Kuga's it's got, good, but it's, it's like good, the lowest yeah. out of the currently watching shows right. are watching. So um, this one's kind of tough too because it's like almost it's, directly compared to Zero One. Yeah, and it's um, this like the opening episode, yeah. and it's like throwing a lot of stuff out at you. Yeah. Uh, there are certain aspects of it that I know I don't like, and then if I see a lot of it going forward, that's going to really affect my opinion. Um, but there were other things that I did like, so you know, hopefully that offsets it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but well, yeah. so it starts out with probably something that you, uh, you didn't like, which was the, absolutely hated. Yeah. The, uh, the weird, uh, super creepy storyteller, possibly pedophilic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually something that's happened in other shows. I, I can't remember if there's any common writer. Uh, what, off the top of my head, it uh, it reminds me of um, a guy who would introduce every episode of Kaku Ranger. Okay, and he was a Rakuga, mm. so he was like sitting and he was sitting in front of a, um, and it was just like him with his fan, and he'd, he'd do all this crazy you stuff. See, I would probably appreciate that more than this. But the thing is, is like what it was is that, and I don't know about this guy, but it was like that guy was a famous comedian. Okay. And so it's probably the same thing with this guy. He's probably a famous person that everybody knows. Right. Yeah. Maybe it takes the edge off of it. But yeah. It, um, like it starts off very first scene. We it's see kind of like, uh, remember Tropic Thunder? Yeah. So the reason why the character that Tom Cruise played was acceptable and hilarious was because it was Tom Cruise. Right. If that character would have been just like any other actor. He would have been like the most hated person yeah. ever. But, but you're seeing Tom, like once you figure out it's Tom Cruise, it's it's hilarious looking at him. Yeah, and, and yeah. you're like, and then the whole, the character. And so it might be the same with this. Like, yeah. this might be like, the actor might be this tough guy. Who yeah, like, like seriously, <laughs> always doing like mob bosses or something. Yeah, and, and then they have him doing this like goofy. Go- do- it's totally creepy. Talks in a high pitch. He's got a uh, long green hair. He's wearing a purple suit. He's got this like curly mustache. Mustache and he's got like a hat on. Uh so creepy. Uh so he might uh, I do know that he appears in more than one episode. Uh No, with the way that this happened, he was he narrated it. Basically, he opens and closes the episode. Yes. So that tells me he's going to open and close every chapter of the story essentially. Yeah. So I've prepared myself mentally to see more of him. Yeah. But that's one of the three things I don't like. I, I know he's in more because I've seen him in like uh the like the thumbnails of the episode. Uh-huh. So yeah, he's he's there. Um, and it could be like you could be watching. He could be the final boss. Yeah, coming to find out, <laughs> it's just like he's like the ultimate guy who's behind all the horrible evil things. I mean, because it's about fairy tales, so yeah, you have the weird fairy tale king dude. So and basically, he gives the 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 synopsis of the rundown. There was the book. Yeah, the book. The I think it was just the book because I never saw him. If there was a name given, we couldn't catch it, or it wasn't subtitled properly. But um. Yeah, he goes through the. There's yeah, this, it just it was just like um they uh they have a um uh a, a type out of what he said and yeah it's just uh an extraordinary book yeah and so I guess there was a war over this book because well, it had it, so much power it was the book that was the source of like myths stories living creatures scientific technology and such and so much more and all of human history yeah so basically just think the world tree but a book yeah <laughs> or something uh and then, yeah i guess they fought over it and yeah yeah some bad people came they fought over it and it shattered the book yeah and it got split up into a bunch of different pages two of the pages we saw were the uh 
dragon and the lion. Yes. That two of those flew at the screen. So I'm wondering if we watch this, if that's like the opening thing. If Where like it says like at the start of uh, set, uh, zero one, it's like human gears, AI. Yeah. And stuff see, like I'm that. wondering if that's what we're going to see. And if it does, if it's going to add more books as they go. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, but one of the interesting things is the battle between the su- suicides continues today. Yes. Yeah. And so then it shows like, um, a battle going on in like a city mm-hmm. and um this is one of the cool things i like the aesthetic of everything being a book mm-hmm. it's like it's pretty cool yeah the the it's like they chose the, we chose a theme and we're going with it right <laughs> so one thing about the flashback here because that's what we find out it is it's a dream or a flashback or something uh yeah i think um, six of one this isn't present day regardless yeah uh everything there's like a filter as if you're watching through a bubble yeah because uh, bubbles is like a big thing in this there's bubbles yeah, floating it's everywhere one, it's one of the ways they show you that they're in the fantasy section yeah this is the fantasy world because there's bubbles floating everywhere yeah only the entire um flashback and or dream it it was like bad 3d i don't know if you've ever watched a 3d movie without 3d glasses yeah, it's, it, it was kind of like it's that. like a soap bubble it's yeah. like looking through something through a soap bubble so it's got the the like the blue and the red haze to it and stuff yeah and so there's a there's a fight going on and pe- there's panic yeah because i like destroyed. it because like the books are like burning the the buildings are like burning books yeah pages. yeah the, the the buildings turn into books that are burning or like old or decrepit yeah it's kind of cool I, yeah i like it it's like they chose a theme and they're like we're gonna go with this yeah, theme. we're going we're hammering down we're hammering we're double down on books <laughs> um so at some point something in the air starts to suck in things it's they, a book like if anybody has it's, seen it's, inuyasha what it is it's Maroku's it, hand it, it, no it's a um it's like a light outline of one of the books okay one of the not like book books but one of the uh dimensional portal books yeah one of the <laughs> uh, no it's like uh what what are their things uh Wonder Ride books is what they're called. Okay, yeah, the Wonder Rides. All right. So it's actually like an opened Wonder Ride book in like the a giant one in the air sucking her in. Okay, yeah. And it's like a little girl and like a little boy holding on to her, and she's like, "Don't let go, Toma." Yeah, he's holding on to her with one hand, and then before he lets go of her, it's just like she's being pulled away, and he's losing it. And so at the very end, they're holding on by the pinky. Yeah, like in the in the way that you would see a pinky promise. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's extremely relevant because he he continually uses the words that he'll promise, like he promises. Yeah, pro- like, promises are important. To he him. makes like twelve different promises in this episode. Yeah, so uh, prom- uh, like the pinky promise thing is like, um, I don't know if it'll ever point out, but it's also in Japanese culture, it also symbolizes like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, because of the red string of fate or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, and also they'll do that is like synonymous. Like if you're like if your friends like talk to you and you're talking to a girl and that girl walks off and he'll be like, is yeah, that his and little pinky? Like, he'll yeah. like hold up his little pinky is like that as your boyfriend or girlfriend, you know? Um, <laughs> Sign language. Yeah. yeah, just a little a pantomime of it. So she gets sucked into the air um, and then an older man who seems like he used to have the brave dragon or he used to be Saber. He has the Saber Saber. Yeah, and he says that um, something about going beyond your resolution yeah, to find fate or something. I don't know. Uh, basically, he gives his uh, old mentor. Go beyond despair. Oh, and you'll find your resolution or something, something like, like that. that or yeah. hope or something, yeah. Yeah, uh, hope I think might have been the word. Yeah, go beyond your despair and you'll find hope, I think. But something, he's, he's, something along those lines. Like, if you just keep going hard enough, you'll find the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> So he slams his sword in the ground. It creates a big fiery shockwave, and then the kid wakes up. 
And and he's has, in the exact same place, but everything is normal. Yeah, everything People are just walking around. It's fine. It's like nothing ever happened. Yeah, like nothing and, happened. And he's got uh, what we come to find out is uh, the Brave, Brave Dragon, Dragon Wonder Wo- Book. Wonder Ride. So, the Wonder Ride. That's right. Wonder Wonder Ride Book, which is essentially the Gaia Memories or the Keys or basically that. Yeah. It's, the driver thing. It's the um, the key for the driver. It's not the Henshin device. It's the like the power device. I wonder what what, do, what is the generic term for that? Because we have the the belt yeah. or driver, and then what is the they're just called generally different. accepted word for they're each one is different. Yeah, it's just so it's it, there's memories, there's medals. Um, so there's no generic there's term switches. For that. No, each each series has a different term for it. So if you were to say in general, like I was just trying to do, there's no word for it. No, that's rough. No, you just you the th- thing. Yeah, it's got the thing. It's it's the thing for the show. It's, it's the, the thing, thing this year. It's the thing for the thing. <laughs> so these ones would be one to write books. Or just they'd probably be shorter to ride books, right? Yeah, or wonder books or whatever, uh, or ride wonder, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, WRBs. <laughs> Got to find those WRBs, <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, the books are actually kind of cool. Like I just yeah. saw, I just saw them before, and I'll have to like see maybe watch a toy review to to see. The important thing is is where does the sounds come from, right? So there's two different things like. Uh, how much sound comes out of the belt and how much sound comes out of the little books. The thing. Yeah, the thing. Um, like with uh, with uh, the Zero One driver, um, a lot of sound actually comes from the card, the the keys, if it's not in the belt, mm-hmm. which allows them to have extras, keys, and stuff like that. Because what they were finding was a lot of people were searching for through the, de- the sound files that are located in the belt and getting spoilers for the show. Oh. <laughs> They'd be like, these are, these things are in the, sh- uh, like, this key, um, what was it? It was, I'm trying to remember, might, I think it might have been Fose when they were really like, n- no, it was, uh, it was um, Wizard. Because wizard was rings, mm-hmm. and you put the rings, and they have like an RF chip in it, and it would put it next to the belt, and it would activate a sound file from the belt. But since the rings were so small, you couldn't have like a speaker on the ring or anything. Like that. So right. all the sound came from the belt. So they were able to like data mine the belt to find out all the forms that through the entire show, oh, or like movie forms and all this. Rah. <laughs> It's why it's why companies actually hate releasing demos. Oh, because for people... games, people data mine it, and it's just like, and then they'll find things to be like, and everybody gets all excited about something, and then they took that thing out. Yeah, they took that thing out a long ways ago. There's just some data files in there, and then the people get angry at them for something that was never promised and was never going to be in it. Right, and they shouldn't have been data mining it to be. Okay, so this this like comes along with it. They had uh everybody wanted Persona Five for the Switch. Mm. Okay, and. All these things were going on, and then uh, Atlas uh, registered the trademark for P5S. Okay. And people were like, Persona 5 Switch, because there was also P5R, which turned out to be Persona 5 Royal, which was the expanded version. Everybody's like, Persona 5 Switch, this is going to be this, this is going to be it. It's It's been registered for the Switch also, so it's good. Mm. and it's just like, uh, no, it's a Persona 5 Scramble. It's a completely different game. It's actually a Koei Tecmo like Dynasty Warriors game. Oh, for Persona, huh? For Persona Five. And it's actually and people were like, This is crap and everybody was upset. <laughs> but then it turned out it's actually a full on sequel. Oh, so you should play it. Yeah, it's got like story and like extra characters and like but it's just the d- gameplay now is um a Dynasty Warrior style, like I forgot right. what it's called. What is it called again? Musao game. Musage style game where it's just like, you know, fighting thousands of monsters all mm-hmm. at once. So it's just like, but it was just funny. But then everybody got like angry 
that pe- that it was. It was like, dude, they never said they were going yeah. to. They knew this there is was something no you just built up in your mind. Yeah, <laughs> you got hyped up over some crap you shouldn't have known. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, it was the letter S, and you just made our whole thing up based yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, fan fiction didn't go the way you thought it would. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that being said, so the, 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 the book things are the book things are kind of cool. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a Pokedex. Yeah, yeah, it, they're like, about the same size. Yeah, and stuff like that, and they flip open. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the the guy, the main character, the actual writer, wakes up, and I mean writer as in W R I T E R. Yeah. The, wakes up the, the main character who is all, he, the writer. Writer. Uh, he wakes up and he had fallen asleep at his desk. Mm-hmm. And he was writing. He was he was in the process of actually writing. Yeah. Um. And he like kind of he gets up and he's just like oh, it's the same dream again. And he like he's holding on to the the book and he's just like the wonder book and he's just like I don't even know why I have this stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> so if it was a flashback, uh, I feel like uh, it looks like I'm just like extrapolating. Yeah. Extrapolating. Um. He has a relationship with this guy, probably his dad. Um. That's what I'm assuming. And when. He stopped the incursion. It erased everything from happening. So he probably just doesn't have the memory of any of that. Yeah, he probably just has the memory of that one event. Like waking up to the key or whatever. Waking up to the key, and he probably has just like flashes of uh-huh. what we happened before. Because nobody else remembered anything that's happened. Yeah. And later on in the show, it like seems like happened. that might be the case, too, to people just don't remember. Yeah. So um, that makes, I think that's a very, very plausible. And um, so he was the scenario. previous saber. Yeah. And so, and and there's one thing, a parallel for that too. I'll bring back up when we get to the uh, actual Henshin part. Yeah. So, um, uh, he so he owns he, a bookstore. Yeah, he owns a bookstore. It's uh, it's some some name I forgot what it is. Uh, fantasy something, fantasy bookstore Kamiyama. It's his last name. Yeah, but it's like the fantastic bookstore, right? And it's actually not too bad of a dig as far as a children's bookstore goes. It's like a children's bookstore in the middle. It's got like this train track set. That's like a fan, but it's like not just a normal train track set. It's like a fantasy thing with like dragons and stuff. It's actually right. kind of cool. And the doors to the bathrooms look like bookshelves. Yeah, they're they're the um. This is something you might notice uh when you go to Japan. Um, the weirdness of how bathroom privacy is <laughs> compared uh, to us. Yeah, it's like. More and less at the same time. Yeah, because like they have shorter s- or less space in the stalls to well, see under. It goes straight to the floor. Yeah, straight the, to the, the floor. The store dolls go straight to the floor, whereas we it, have like a foot and a half of space. Yeah, <laughs> and um, when I brought some of my Japanese students to America, they were just like, "It's weird." It, they felt uncomfortable just going to the bathroom because <laughs> yeah. they're just like, "There's this huge gap on the floor." Right. <laughs> Anybody can see you. But the other thing is that I've also been to. I went to this like festival. And they had like the uh, porta potties, mm. and they had like several porta potties that were just urinals, no door. Yeah. So what the heck? You just stand there and just pee while like your back's just open to the entire festival. <laughs> 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 but there's also a thing that's like, uh, you know, like you're in like a Walmart or something like that. They don't have a door. You walk around a corner. Yeah. Cut that turn by like fifty percent. <laughs> you totally can walk in and just like see into like the bathroom urinals and stuff like that. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like so more and less privacy. More and less privacy at the same time. So like these bathrooms are just like there's no doors on the bathrooms. They're just curtains. Yeah, book curtains. Yeah, book the curtains, curtains that look like books, book things. So, so you thought at first they were just yeah, bad I, set I, design. Yes, <laughs> I thought it was horrible cheap set design. And I'm like, and so oh no, all the signs that said bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, the, those are the men's and women's restrooms. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's this, it's a set. I actually, it seems like they'll probably, I mean, it's just the first episode, but it seems like this will probably be like the headquarters. Yeah. The headquarters yeah. set, which is kind of cool. Cause he's like, it's not bad. Yeah. So five or six kids come, come in and it's a reasonable size for a store, for yeah. a small bookstore. Yeah. It looks like an actual place. It'll be yeah. a small bookstore. Um, the outside is weird, though. Yeah, I was uh, the say outside the, weird is like it's just a house. Yeah, <laughs> I say it's it's on the inside. It looks like it could be it, anywhere. It might be. He just lives in the brown back. Oh, that could be. Yeah, we're like the 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 area that we considered like the bookstore would be like a modified garage or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so the kids come in. He's like, "Oh, what book do you want me to read today?" And they they argue over what book to read. Eventually, they decide to read Alibaba. Alibaba, the Thor of Thieves. And um, this is where we get to another weird storybook scene, like. This is what's got me kind of uh, cringy. It it goes to like a a real acted thing of him dressed as Alibaba in front of like a pastel uh, pastel thing. Like you're like, watching a kids show where it's like, okay, everybody, let's say the magic. It's like words. you're watching Wishbone or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and they're like in the storyline, and they say "Open Sesame," and the door opens, and his editor's there. It, it's and just this lady. Like, she's like, "Toma, what are you doing? I need your manuscript. <laughs> yeah, I need this month's manuscript." Yeah. And then it like flashes back to reality. He's like, "Oh crap." <laughs> yeah, because they, they, I guess they were they were engrossed in the story. They were in the fantasy world, I guess. Is the so, idea. yeah, like he he kids come over and he reads stories to them, mm-hmm. which there is a lot of uh, story readings in Japan. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I it, imagine we do it in big cities also. Yeah, right? but it's yeah, it's like uh, the author will come in mm-hmm. or, you know, things like that. So uh, so the uh, he kind of hands the book off to the kids so he can talk to her. And she's like, she she says something, and he's just like, why do you keep calling me Toma? Yeah. And she's like, because it's your name. You're Toma. I forget his name. It's uh, Kamayama. Kamayama. And then he's like, well, Kamayama. you're also my editor, so you're supposed to talk to me. Yeah. He's like, with you're respect, Kamiyama, essentially. You're a writer, and you own this bookstore. And she's like, she, <laughs> he says something about uh, you're, you always uh, talk casually to everybody, but that's part it's of your one charm. Of, it's one of the things I like about <laughs> you. Yeah. That's part of your charm. Yeah, so basically he makes a point of saying that you should be addressing me. Essentially, I think they call writers sensei, right? Like Something like thing. that. Same or, thing as... Uh, uh, yeah, some things. I think sensei, yeah, usually. Like they refer to them as... Cause it's an the, honorable the, the, position, I yeah, guess. The, the relationship between editor and... <laughs> They, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> the editor's your boss, but they're talking to you as if you're the in charge. <laughs> the difference between editor and writer is like it it varies based on how successful you are as a writer. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about uh, canning? Mm-mm. The term canning, like when we say canning in the English, we're talking about being fired. Yeah, or uh, like putting tuna in a jar. Yeah. In Japan, the term canning is when an editor takes a writer, locks them in a hotel room until they finish their manuscript. <laughs> it will okay. not let them leave. It's like, nope, you get to stay in there. <laughs> you're being canned, which means you would not leave until you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so finish it if you want to live. Yeah. So uh, what it is is that he has a – he's writing like an, an, a serialized story, mm-hmm. probably like a light novel series or something like mm-hmm. that. But he, So he's, he's got to release a manuscript every month, mm-hmm. which I'm like, dude, that would be so intense. Yeah, and so she's here hounding him over it, which is a, you know, kind of a cliche in, in any kind of – And she's um, just like, the, the, um, the deadline's tomorrow. And she's like, I'm... Where's the story? He's like, oh, it's all up here. And he no, he said, she says, well, I'm meeting a friend tomorrow, and I promised to meet them, so I want you to finish it today. And this is where he comes up, and he's just like... Oh, promises prom- are very important. Promise, 
promises are very important. I'll, I'll put my life on the line for promises. Yeah. So she, he's like, he's like, I'll accept your new deadline. Yeah. And she, she's like, so you have it written? He's like, yeah, I have it all written up here. <laughs> Talking about it in his head. She's like, well, then put it on paper. <laughs> so um, he's carefree. Yeah. Um, but also, like, okay, I'm getting a lot of uh, a goat eye off of this guy so he's, in a way. But he's carefree, but he actually does do his job. Yes, he's responsible. Because he owns a place. Free. Well, they said that he owned, he he bought the place originally and opened it up because he loves could, children and whatnot. Well, he says that, but she says, "Did you open up this place because you couldn't sell any of your work?" Yeah, and he's just like, yeah. "Oh, look at the time." <laughs> he's just like, he's like revisionist history about the fact that like I opened this place because I love the children. It's like you opened this place because you couldn't afford to do right. anything else. So <laughs> he grabs uh, um, a satchel basically and starts heading out the door because he's like, "Oh, but I gotta go." And she's um, like, what about your promise? And he's just like, well, I got another promise. I got to take yeah, care of Yeah, I got to get another promise. So he has this first. really cool, like, I find, I think it's pretty cool for, like, what it's it like is. Like an open close sign. The open close sign is, like, a book. It's like a, a like a wooden book or something. Yeah. And o- when he opens it up, it has open. And when he closes the book, it says closed. Yeah, it's very nifty. <laughs> it has a little kanji for closed on so, it. So he starts walking off. She follows him. And then there's a guy all dressed in all blue makes a face and follows him. So at this point I'm just like is this like the edge lord of the show? Right. Which I don't know based on like what's going on. <laughs> so anyways, so it goes to the bad guys. Yep. And so the bad guys are um a we guy see, who's like in a suit like yeah, a writer. Yeah, we see one person in a writer suit, three that aren't. Yes. Two one of them is absolutely half Japanese, the other one looks half Japanese. The reason why I'm bringing that up cuz normally I don't care. It's just that in this case, if there are two out of four of them being half Japanese, I wonder if they're doing it specifically to make it more foreign. Maybe. So that way they're, to make it look like they're not from here. Yeah, more fantasy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's So this is the interesting thing. So this all brings up the thing. The only reason to have this guy always in his, the writer's suit, uh-huh. is that there is a reason why. You should know who what he looks y- like. Yeah. And that's why, yeah, that's what I was going to say when you were bringing up the creepy storyteller, my, maybe being the final boss. Yeah. It's a decent theory because we didn't know what this guy looks like. Yeah, in uh, in build, uh, one of the guys was always in his uh, all. One of the bad guys was always in his form, and then it became this big thing. Okay, the reveal, the, the reveal of it who mattered. he was. Because yeah, you knew who all the others were. There was like four of them. You knew who all the others were. They went back and forth, but knowing who this guy was was like the reveal he ended up being the, like the last ball. Mm-hmm. And so um, essentially they're sitting around guys like they're, they're basically like, it's time to start writing a new book, a, a new altar book that is <laughs> alter as in change, not alter as in pedestal. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's like, yes, blah, blah, blah. They, they grab like a, uh, a kind of a blank wonder book. Almost. Yeah. A blank wonder book. And, and also just like another one. Cause it was like this, this painting opens up. And inside the painting, it looks like an infinite supply of, like, the books. Yeah. And then, like, one comes forward, and he, like, pulls it out. Yes. And so um, this is, like, probably where they're getting all their monsters from. So they're also kind of in, it looks kind of like a library almost. Yeah. It, it's, and it, it looks less like a library. It looks like somebody's, somebody's. Like a study. Yeah. Somebody's study. Like uh, a rich person's study. Yeah. That's a better description of it. Because and there's, like, a desks and some wooden desks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and then there are two altars, that is, altars as in pedestals, not altars as in change, yeah. <laughs> that have books on them with a hand hovering over it. Yeah, like a, 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 a quill. A, like, a, uh, like a mannequin hand. Yeah, like we'll a wooden see, mannequin hand yeah. with, like, a quill. And we'll see later that they start writing on their own once stuff happens. Yeah. Um, so um, so they summon. he summons Golem, which is, like... King something, King Fist Golem. Boulder King Golem. Oh, Boulder King Golem. Yeah, Yeah. and it's basically 
Uh, just think of a statuous-looking guy, but with like two hands on his head. Yeah, it's a monster that are gr- grasping him. They're not it's, hands it's, coming it, out of him. It's not like a. Uh, it's a, a first shot at a monster. It's not things. Nothing like revolutionary. No, it's definitely not inspired. Yeah, <laughs> it's more. It's got a feel of more of a Sentai monster. Kind of. You know, I've actually, I'm getting some very serious Sentai vibes from this, well, um, which uh, I, I'll extrapolate more as we go on. Yeah. My opinion. But um, it's just because it's like less, but the thing is, is like, it also has that feel because it's supposed to be more fantasy. Like, yes. Not like medieval fantasy, but like straight up fantasy. Yeah, fantasy, fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. like fictional fantasy. Yes. <laughs> and so he d- he does look like a fictionalized kitty version and that's like matches the aesthetic yeah of the whole thing so um it goes back down to toma yes and he's giving a child a book and so it's something like his birthday i think or something yeah so we're getting uh, some callbacks to common writer friend of children common writer friend of children zero one that is not a thing really (laughs) and i don't even think in double (laughs) so the the two most recent series that i've seen (laughs) they aren't really making a deal out of that uh showa that's obviously a big thing but um i think even kuga he's friends with like the opening scene he's talking to a child so the idea is one of the things does come up is that almost every writer will believe a child right yeah. If a child comes up and says, like, a monster attacks, no, none of them are going to be like, what are you talking about? Whatever. They'll be like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. It's actually, you know, um, it's like a sneaky way to make kids feel more comfortable telling uh, authority figures, like, like, things that are happening. Yeah, so, like, um, I'm rewatching uh, just for the fun of it, I'm rewatching some uh, Drive. And in Drive, he's a, he's a cop. And, like, what, like, a child comes up to him and he's, like, he, like, listens to the child and he, like, thanks the child for telling him things. And I'm, like, oh, man, this is great. Yeah. This is great for, like, a kid show. Yeah. I mean, because what it is, it is a kid show and that's actually a really and then I smooth think... way to add an important, like, because it has ramifications on the real world. Yeah. You know? Um, just, like, <laughs> and then it's, like, then I remember shows that I used to watch when I was a kid, yeah. like, Rugrats. Oh, which yeah. is an entire show about the adults are idiots, dude. The entire '90s, like it was like so many punk kid movies. Yeah, it was just like, 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 yeah, let's just screw the guy who's just trying to do his job and plow the snow. Let's make sure his life's a living hell. Yeah, Mister, dude, all the stuff that happened to Mister Wilson. That guy was just trying to be a normal person. <laughs> And then we have Dennis the Menace. Yeah, I just we can sit here and probably for the next hour name off movies that the screw authority kind of. Yeah, and is if we the watch them now, theme. we'd be like, dude, what are you doing? No, I, I remember trying watching one. Um, it wasn't. It was like five years back. I tried rewatching it. and I'm like, oh my god, horrible. This children. is a horrible story. <laughs> it's like not even interesting. Well, I mean, it's even think you think about like uh, most romance movies, yeah. and it's just like, dude, you just broke up like. This woman from marrying like a pretty okay stable guy, and they were like engaged. Yeah, because <laughs> you just wanted a fling. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, um, he's he's talking to this kid. He gives him the book. They blah 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 talking back and forth. He goes back to the bad guys, and um, the the golem flips open this book, the empty book. Yeah, the so empty the, book. Uh, the the golem has a book that's like he was summoned from, which is a different book. It's yes. like a it's I think it actually says. A grimoire on the f- cover. Yeah, and there's like chains. When the books open, the pages have like chains on them. Yeah, it's so that's cool. like a, that's how the monsters come out. And then there's the blank book that he that the bad guy, whatever the bad guy, hands is, to the golem. Hands to the golem, and he opens that. And then and basically, you see this um, digital book open op- on top of the city. Yeah, a huge section of the city. And then it opens up all the way, and it like takes up this huge section of the city. 
and Toma. Yeah, Toma on the ground level it's is a, like on the edge of it. Yes. And then like what it kind of does is it kind of like fades away and that section of the city appears in like the m- magic world. Yeah, the magical fantasy world. Yeah. Um it's him, the editor and the child because um we didn't say but like the kid's parents like run like a food truck or whatever. Yeah. And he was just help, helping out at the food truck and he ran over and that's where the separation comes. Right. And uh the guy all in blue the edgelord guy, he's also on the outside. P- potential edgelord, edgelord yeah, edge- guy. I think he's not. He active. could be totally even-headed. We don't know yeah. yet. Yeah, we just and that's he, the zero one kind of kicking in. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 obviously the secondary writer and no, bl- dressed in blue. He's an edgelord. He's one hundred thousand percent the, the second, second writer. Yes. Like with Fuwa, there's no way. I mean, okay, it, you can make some very strong assumptions First that he was the second that writer. Thing. <laughs> but with this one, it's like he he comes running into the world. With a key and sword in hand, yes, for no reason other than, like he never uses it. He's it's dressed just, like he's from a fantasy world too, and he's just holding it up so that way we can see that he has them. <laughs> yeah, so um, so they're in. So if anything, honestly, we know who the second writer was before we know who the first writer was. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's actually the first writer. Yeah. Uh, so this is the the uh, technicality. This is the second way they do it. So the first way, um, it's also the same way they do the red writer. Mm. the red the red sentai yeah so there's two major ways for the red character for common uh the red uh sentai uh member uh, a lot of ways parallels to the main writer of a story yeah i was actually because the fact that he was dressed in all blue the secondary writer that's why i was asking him um it was like right after we finished the episode i was like isn't the blue writer like second in command yeah and fu was blue and fu uh, was also <laughs> blue <laughs> see but the thing the difference was that zero one wasn't red but it's still the the yeah. yeah the thing is so what it is is that there's two major ways they have um because unfortunately sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't the red sentai is like the main character okay so um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but usually it's the red or the writer is the best the first one uh-huh. and then the other ones come in and kind of like mellow them out or whatever okay or the the other characters come in and mellow them out that is more along the lines of how uh, Shotaro is. Mm-hmm. He was like harder, and then like Akiko and comes in and like kind of like, yeah. Um, also, from like point of view, like somebody else's point of view. The other way is that the red or the writer comes in, and they're actually like the newest. Yeah, and so that's how it is here. Yeah, and that's how it is in uh, like a lot of Sentai. Also, I'm trying to think of like. Uh, there's not really a, an allegory for it in zero one because he was like he was the first yeah and then the others came along sort of sort of he's act because there's all the other ones but anyway so it's like they're the first or they're the newest gotcha and then there might be newer ones that come along yeah but in this one he's the newest he's the newest uh uh seiken or something like that seikai so, yeah whatever the term for their so basically magical swordsman yeah he's the he's the newest sword because they're also just called swordsman yeah um so um they're separated. The child is separated from her parents, and we see that you cannot enter from the outside. You can't exit from the inside. Mm-hmm. You're there. This is your life now. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, one of the other things is that um, uh, we learn these from the trailer. The bad common rider is Caliber. Yeah. So just so we can easy the, the bad guy who's like mm-hmm. the common rider. He's common rider Caliber. So when we when we were talking about him, it's easier to say it that way. Yeah, Cal- Caliber. Uh, it's Storius, Zulus, and uh, Legolas. Legally or something like that, or the names of the guys. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Story, Zoo, and 
legend, I think, is their initial wording, and then it's been changed. For them. Yeah, okay. Um, um, they made it fantasy. Yeah. They made it fantasy. Bronchitis. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gentleman Bronco reference. Yes. So, um... Uh, what were we saying? So the the, the basically the the kids just like trying to yeah freaking out. Um, the parents are trying to freak out. They can't get in. Right. Uh, the kid is freaking out, and then Tomo grabs him. He's like, "Okay, promise like, I'm gonna get you back to your family. I'm get you back to your family. Don't." So like the interesting thing is, it looks like they can't get into the section where the city would be, but mm-hmm. the city they could leave that section of the city and go into the fantasy world. Because based on how things interact back and forth with the city and like what's on outside of the fantasy world, so that's probably why he stops them. Okay, because that's like the bubbles are coming in and things are like that. Like, but there, but in the city, there's not just a holder. There's like a barrier. Okay, but the the city part that's like in the fantasy world, they could actually like leave that and go into the fantasy world. It looks like. Okay, as long as you're in the book. Yeah, if you're in the, the book, section of city, you can like leave that section of city and go into the regular world. But you can't go into the book section of the city from the real world. Okay. So why didn't he let the kid leave? Because the kid would just be running off into the fantasy world. Okay. So you, I thought I had an understanding of what you're talking about, and now I'm lost. So um, the book city, uh-huh. we'll call it that, the book city. Sec- yeah, the book city. Okay. The book city, you can leave the book city to go into the fantasy world. Okay, so yes. So the, you can go from the book city to the fantasy world, fantasy world to the book city, but you can't leave the book city to the regular city. Yeah, and you can't go from the regular city into the book city. Okay, so yes, I was on the same page, and then I, I got confused so that's with why the terminology. Stopped, that's why he stops the kid. Yeah. Because the kid would just be running off into the fan, random fantasy world. Right, okay. And so that's why he tells him to, like, go hide. I'll get your pa- parents back, I promise, because he's all about his promises. Yeah, he's made, like, four promises already. And he's kept every single one. Yeah, he's keeping them. <laughs> just, but he's making them. Yeah. Um, he's not scared to put his life on the line for his promises. Right. <laughs> and so at some point, um, he verbally confronts the golem, but so not yeah, physically. There, there's like a, a thing. Uh, they're running around trying to find it, and they see the golem there, and he's... Like, books are for world domination. Well, he's he's turning the city into books. Yeah, like the parts of the, the tower or buildings are turning into books that are burning yes, and then this is open. like kind of like reminds him of his dream yes and so he's just like what are, what are you doing you got to ter- take the city back and the book golems just the bo- the golems like you know we're going to destroy this we're going to finish this book because the book is filling in color it's like white blank yeah. and it's like filling in with black yeah and so uh and at the same time back in the uh uh bad guys headquarters the book is being written yes um with a little hand that's floating basically yeah and they're all getting excited about it. So at some point, a flower plant thing, um, you can see like the picture book form of it in the sky and it turns into the real form. Yeah. And it starts sucking people from the ground <laughs> yeah. into it. And it's like a wacky waving flavor art flaming too, man. Yeah. Um, and we get this horrible scene that happens a lot in science fiction, like space. Um, yeah, yeah, where she flies up and he grabs a hold of her. Yeah. So like <laughs> he's not also getting sucked up. It's only her. It's fantasy. Yes. And then even worse, it's they, they give you the impression that it's he's doing everything he can to hold on to her, but he's able to take several steps backwards and so grab on. What I think post. it is is he's not normal. Yeah, obviously. So this so he's uh he's altering the rules of reality as he goes. Yeah, apparently, because <laughs> now she's like, Oh, don't let me go and it's very reminiscent of uh how it was. Except that because he's also a, he also demonstrates some superhuman strength. Yeah, he sees a fire hydrant. He just kicks, kicks a fire hydrant off the thing, and so and so the the plant gets filled up with water, um, ending the suction. So this is actually this part is realistic <laughs> because there wouldn't be an unlimited supply of water because at this point the city is cut off. Yep. 
So if they reconnect, then just, that'll just be spraying water forever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's only the amount of water that was in the pipes initially. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, it just enough apparently. Um, um. So yeah. I mean, and it, there's it, the, it, the, the only problem is is that it doesn't bother me because this isn't like straight up. It's not a science based. Yeah. Version it's much sh- worse in science fiction because they're trying. It's all based in reality. You're supposed to be scared of space. And if then, like if like this happened in Kuga. Yeah, they'd be like, "Come on, really?" Yeah, because this is this we can <laughs> we can let loose on some of the rules here yeah. because it's based in a fantasy sort of genre. Yeah, whereas Kook is more real. Yeah, I guess is the feeling they're trying to give you anyway. Yeah, but um, then there's this wacky scene essentially where obviously once the suction stops, she falls straight to the ground, and he's standing up over here holding onto a pole. At some point, like typical anime, he manages to go from standing and holding onto a pole to being beneath her as she falls. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that he actually pulled her. He was pulling her really hard. The suction stopped. He pulled her, and she actually got on top, like, uh, where I mean, he would be. Yeah, just whatever needs to be done for that scenario to happen. <laughs> What's great is that she apologizes furiously. Yeah, it was actually Which she's, is, she's, she's, she's like, like, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I, didn't, I didn't realize that. Are you okay? <laughs> like, so, <laughs> they're actually friends. Yeah. <laughs> so after having She doesn't back, slap him for, like, touching it, her butt or something. Right, yeah, something ridiculous. It's not an Enchi manga thing. Like. Yeah, she's like, it's it's like a goofy little comedy thing. Yeah. And she comedy. apologizes for, like, hurting him. And so, so then he goes, runs back to uh, the guy. And he, yeah, he so he chases down the golem. Um, I think this is actually where he has the whole thing about, like, he actually confronts them. And, well, before the, the, uh, the golem said that books are for world domination, then he did all that. And then when he chased him down, it's like, no, books are for happiness. Yeah. And then he runs up on him and punch him Says in the face. Says Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he runs up. He tries to grab. I think he tries to grab the book from the yeah. golem. And the golem, he, like, uses his hands, I think. Yeah, he's got, like, basically telepathic control over the two hands that were on his head. Yeah. And so he throws him back. Uh, the main character t- gets hit in the face with a rock, and we're thinking, oh, there we go. That's the end of the show right there. Yeah. <laughs> so he— uh, Shortest he, common writer in, here, in history. Yes. Um, <laughs> he throws uh, his hands up into the—the uh, the monster throws his hands, and he knocks a bunch of rubble down. This yeah. is right when— um, we got our second writer. Uh, we yeah. don't know his name yet. Yeah, he— The Blue the, Ranger. The, the, the Blue Guy. Hit, but they have this cool like his teleporting effect is they're keeping with the aesthetic of books. Yep, and it's like this big book opens and it's like an image of him and then it starts flipping. Yeah, like a, a flip book of him running and, and then, then you it's see like him, him really out. coming out and then the book disappears. I thought that was kind of cool. That's yeah. like it's like they could have just made him like magically appear, but then they're like, no, we got this book teleportation. Yeah, the book. Thing. They actually should that same sort of thing happens a few times in the uh, this episode, and I was like, man, I hope they make an art book. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Not that I'll get it, just that that's be a really cool thing to have. Yeah. So uh um uh, so right the, then is when the The hand massive, decides to crush a building on top of him. And there's a bunch of rocks fall and then like some just like things fly out and you think to myself doesn't it just look like there's like sections of him just flew out and it was yeah. like but it's like Did it's we just act- watch somebody get whomped? But it's actually <laughs> um I when we watched it the second time, it's actually the burnt pieces of paper yes. from the building. Yeah. So but it just like looked like just because it was like this black, like kind of yeah. flipped on my like, did, did he just be crushed? Did he like, just is die? That, is that just like blood splat? Come to find out it was a <laughs> In a true twist, he, it was the editor that was the main writer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh. So essentially, he's saved by um the Blaze Dragon book. Uh, Wonder Book. Yeah. The book yeah. pops up. Uh. The rocks go up, and then they're like. Yeah. Um, and this is where we find out the name of the Wonder Ride book because the the uh, blue uh, rider says to himself, "Oh, he has a Wonder Ride book." And he opens it up, and then there's a thing about like the dragon is a being that destroys everything that's in its path. Yeah. And um. 
then you see like a, a dragon like kind of do a really quick swirl like breath of fire and there's a sword on fire planted on the ground surrounded by a bunch of fire and um it hurts to, like when he tries to reach for it it burns his hand which is realistic because fire is hot way away from fire right <laughs> and so I, I get some um king arthur vibes from this because oh, yeah. the the blue the blue rider says oh this is it was ridiculous no regular or ordinary homo sapien can grab a uh so that's why i think he's say ken or whatever yeah uh, i think that the other guy was probably his dad Yes. And he's actually like a citizen of the magic world. And the human world. He's, he's half, half, maybe. Yeah, cause he, but he was raised as a human type thing. And the other thing, uh, this is what I was going to bring up earlier um, when the scene, when he does this, he slams the sword in the ground and does a shockwave, and that's the last we see of him and the sword. And then we see the sword stuck in the ground. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that was his him checking out. It's like he used his life energy to make this shockwave yeah. of fire and set things right. And now the sword's waiting to be pulled from the stone essentially yeah that's the way I, the setup of the scenes got me feeling like coming to happen he just shows up next episode he's like hey yeah, son what's then, up going? <laughs> and that could mean absolutely nothing <laughs> yeah. to anybody i'm just saying that's the, yeah. so he like powers through and draws out the sword and when he draws out the sword it turns into the, the driver <laughs> turns into a plastic yeah. toy i love the scene he pulls out this uh this badass flaming sword and he's holding it above his head and he as he brings it down to his eye level it changes <laughs> into this little short like plastic toy. maybe a foot long <laughs> But thankfully, that that wasn't the sword he was holding. It was the driver. Yeah. And because I remember when we were watching the trailer, I was like, oh, my God, if he's actually going to fight with this sword, it's, it's like, going to feel it's, cheap. It would be a dagger. But um, so it uh, he puts it on and he does the henchman sequence. Now, this is a little different of a normal henchman sequence. Yeah. And this might be I think this is actually how they do them. And in, thankfully, the golem's just kind of chilling and watching yeah, this whole five minute scene. You're not going to interrupt. Um, this, uh, I think this is how they do the henchman sequences in this, in this season. Yeah. Where it's like a cutaway. Yeah. This is actually more Sentai. They do that in Sentai a lot where they like, they cut away to like the, the attack from like a back, uh, a back, uh, mm -hmm. from behind and stuff. But, um, there hopefully, I mean, I'll, we're good to see because when he did the henshin sequence, he was dressed how he was dressed there. Yeah. And he had like this rapes. So they... We'll have to see if they just have like his stock clothing every time or if they like do a different thing every time. Anyway, right. So he transforms. And this is when I noticed that there are three slots on the belt for books. Yeah. Not just two. Not just two. Three. Th three. So um, yeah, cause he puts the book down in the one slot and there's so much empty space there. It's he, like, oh, crap. <laughs> and so when he pulls out the sword, that's when the books open and the transformation. Yeah. And the transformation is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it goes to, you know, a library and um, the the sword becomes the real sword again. He does the the swooping. He's like shooting out arcs of flame with his slashes. And he gets like a ba the basic suit and the flames come back and they create the cross on his helmet. Yes, because it was it's basically just think shark fin at first and then boom, fire. Uh, coming from the sides to make like a triangle. So yeah, sort of. like uh, we can talk about it now. Like when I first saw the, the suit, I was like, eh, but in action, it's not that. Right. It looks really busy Um, when we watched the trailer. Yeah. But it's, eh, I, I don't hate it. In practice, it looks, um, it's, I mean, it's better than uh, Fuwa's initial form. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, actually, it's really it, not as bad as I thought. I mean, I, I'm, I can't really judge it fully because we know it's got a three sections, so I'm sure that it's going to look weird sometimes. Yeah. But so right but, now it's not bad. Uh, but it is uh, definitely a fantasy aesthetic versus uh, a mechanical aesthetics sure. of zero one and double. Yeah, for sure. Um, even though Kuga is very basic, Kuga is more like organic. 
So um, one thing that was w- interesting is when he henshined, it said chapter one, yeah. the flame swords and blah, 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 blah. So that so, means leads me to leave like la- chapter two is the next form. So uh, it says the flame sword chapter one. So I'm guessing his like upgrade. Yes. He'll have b- different forms, but his like mid-season upgrade or whatever will be flame sword chapter two. That's exactly my feelings. Yeah. Because yeah. he'll have other books that will give him extra effects, but then he'll like power up with the chapter volume. It said volume one. So it'll be volume mm-hmm. two, volume three, whatever. Final volume will probably be science is or a complete collection or something like that. Yeah, who knows? Uh, the verbiage. Yeah. So, so he, it's, it's Brave Dragon, and the the belt I thought would have been too big, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not. I mean, the um, book's sticking out are kind of goofy. So he he comes out swinging a sword on the skolum, uh, slice and dice. You know the good stuff. I thought the yeah the belt. I thought the whole suit and the belt and all that was going to be clunky, get in the way. But no, the the suit actor can still do some really cool technical sword play. Yeah. Um, it's really not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay, so um he so I guess they're changing it up. So the guy who's doing the suit actor for Saber was the suit actor for Vulcan. Okay. So um, is zero one then the blue I don't know. writer? No, he isn't in. He isn't in uh, uh, saber yet. Okay. Well, um. So yeah, they he's slicing him up. The golem uses his uh telepathic hands to like grab onto uh the rider's sword, and then he you know he kind of struggles with it, and he throws the hands back at the golem. It blows yeah. up on the golem, obviously. Can't control the hands once they've been shot out by the sword. Yeah. But uh, so he's like enough of this, and he open he flips the page on the book, and the section of city that was city flips over to like a desert. Yes. And so now suddenly they're in like a desert backdrop and for some reason the rider jumps into the air onto this giant sword with a bunch of rocks floating on he it. He wasn't he he was launched into the air by the golem. Okay. The golem like punched the ground and like oh, rocks that's right. popped he punches up and, the ground. and he goes up into the sky. And this is all 3D. Yes. Everything's 3D as if you're playing a game but um you know he's just up there slicing rocks. Yeah, so it's it's it is actually it looks very um Video gaming, um, yeah. but I mean, down. I I mean, we had the same thing happen in the first episode of Save Zero did. One. That's the reason why I'm not going to knock it yet because it, in Zero One I thought if this is how it's going to be all the time, I'm just not into it. <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't. Yeah. So, and I imagine they're not going to have a budget for this every single episode. No. So I'm have more. really hoping I don't see it every episode. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like we've we've seen some stuff in uh, Zero One that's like you've had a problem with it, but it's like it's it's it turns out to be like a one-time deal or one something or, that's or subtle. Twice. I mean, the mammoth is like ridiculous, but it pairs like three or times so far. Yeah, it, yeah. it's tasteful in the end. Yeah, so. so you just let it go. But uh, so he comes back down. Um, a couple more sword slashes. Does this uh, sort of summons a dragon punch thing? Mm-hmm. Like he uses the sword to create a flame dragon, and then he punches the flame dragon to the golem. Yeah. The golem tries to block it with a boulder. Doesn't work. Yes, it doesn't work. And then he's like, "Okay, well, screw this 2.0," because he gets knocked back into basically. He gets punched with the dragon so hard that it flips back to the regular fantasy city. Yes. It's kind of hard saying regular fantasy city, but the original battle zone. They're back in the city. So this is one of those things that, like, it happened in uh, X-Aid where they had stage select, Mm. which allowed them to have a reason why they could just film in whatever place they wanted. (laughs) Because it would be like, dude, we want to. I know this all takes place in a city, but we kind of have this cool place next to a river. Stage select. select. (laughs) And, And so they can do the same thing here. Whenever they're in like the fantasy world, they can just go. They can flip the page and they can just be fighting in a different area. Yeah, yeah. So, so the uh, golem picks himself up, brushes himself off, transform into a giant golem, drunken, yeah. super giant. And the entire time, I'm like, 
I swear, this Kamen Rider goes giant mech right now. <laughs> so you thought extremely. So you thought like this is probably thinking another like Sentai thing with a giant. Yes, because there's, <laughs> there's been so many subtle like Sentai drops up to this point yeah. where I'm like, no, it's not going to do it, is it? And no, it doesn't. It doesn't. So this is something that like you remember that uh, one of the books I know from like just seeing like toys and scans and stuff like that. One of the books is is Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. So it's just like a normal guy versus a giant. It's yeah, totally, giant slaying. That's like totally uh, two giants fighting isn't like real fantasy, but a, a normal person versus a giant, that's fantasy. That's fantasy, yeah. So he just like, <laughs> I love it because he's just like, okay, so we're doing this then. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> basically. doesn't face him one moment. <laughs> yeah, he basically uses, um, it, it goes back into his attack, which is like the finished book, like finished chapter or something like that. Yeah, something. Um, It does a slap, basically think Final Fantasy VII, Cloud Strife's Omni Slash. Yeah. So he just like starts cutting them from anywhere and everywhere really quickly. Uh, Golem blows up. Yes. And uh, I didn't see what happened to his book, like the unfinished I don't, uh, book I, that I, he was working on. I don't. I don't know. But it was uh, enough for the yeah. So the city goes back to normal. normal. Um, the the villains are sitting around the book. Stop. The the hand stops writing that book, but they're like, oh, that's fine. It's close to being finished. Yeah. They said, um, that's fine, we can rewrite this. Yeah, because there are... And then there's two books going. One's yeah, another writing book with, is finishing itself. Yeah, one's writing with the left, one writing with the right hand. And he's just like, it's okay, we can do some revision on this one, but this one's almost done. Yeah, so that means somewhere else, another book is being written. Yeah. Uh, which means somebody's getting attacked or something. Yeah. It's hard to say. Uh, but, yeah, that's basically the end of that fight. We did, we see... Oh, oh, no, it's important because the... the um, uh, the suited rider, you said Caliber, mm-hmm. Common Rider Caliber, says... He says, oh, um, the flame sword is, has, has come back. Yeah, Rekka or something like yeah. that is is uh, reappeared, which means the other swordsmen will be making a move. Yeah. Um, and we don't know if that's referring to allies or enemies. Probably his enemies, our allies Yeah. in this case. Um, I know from the trailer, it said that there was one swordsman betrayed the others. Yes. And that's Caliber. So the, yeah. the other ones are like allies and stuff. So... um. Then it goes back to the uh, uh, bookstore. Yep. And he is finishing up his writing. Yeah, he's he's, he's finishing up the manuscript, and over in the corner, um, the editor this has... This might be something that seems really weird to you, because he's handwriting it. Yeah. And this is still done quite a bit in Japan, where they handwrite... The manuscripts. They handwrite this manuscripts because the, the, the pages are like... But they're big pages. They're like... Uh, they're A3 pages, which are twice as big as A4. Okay. Um, and they are actually partitioned so that it's one kanji per section. Okay, yeah. And so it's just like it's 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 funny because like I mean some people do write type and stuff, but um it's I don't know how much is actually done, but this is like a uh, a thing that's done a lot in drama about like that's how like a true writer. Like, oh yeah, it's right. The, it's the essence of storytelling does it by hand. Yeah. Um, and so she's uh, his editor is there. She's like. Got donuts or a cake or something. Yeah, and just just like outside, and he's like, "Okay, done." So he was telling the truth. He had the whole story in his head. He just yep. hadn't put it on paper. Oh, <laughs> we forgot when, when they get transported to the fantasy world. She's not really freaked out. She was taking pictures. Yeah, she was excited. She, she thought was it was like, cool. Oh, this is so cool. I mean, she freaks out when like the she's goal dies, the, yeah. and she freaks out when like he almost dies. But she thinks it's kind of cool when he transforms. Right. She's going along with it. Yeah, we forgot to talk about her in this entire thing. Really. She's most in the background, just saying, "Yeah, like, oh wow, yeah, get it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's it, there wasn't much to say except that. Oh, he does say something along the lines after he beats 
Oh, the golem, he says, so worlds like this do exist. And um, the, he says twice, and I hope this is his catchphrase, but it's pretty cool. Whenever oh, yeah. the golem says something that seems like it's got finality, he's like, I'm going to write the end of this story. I'll write how this story ends. I'll write how this story ends. Yeah, yeah. so he says that twice, so I'm thinking that's his catchphrase. Yeah, which, I dig which, it. Which, which totally works with the whole oh, book and everything. I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll write how this story ends. Totally fits it. <laughs> yeah, so... um. So he hands her the paperwork. She's all excited, and she puts it in. She puts it in like a, a book, mm-hmm. and then they freak out a little bit, and then it shows what they're freaking out. And it's just a guy riding a CGI tiger, yeah, lion the, thing, yeah, a the, small lion. Yeah, our blue, our blue rider here. So the lion is so small that him sitting on it is like him standing. Is him standing, <laughs> which which leads me to believe that he's just walking into the room and they CGI <laughs> yeah, the everything else. Um, um, so, um. The guy walks in and he says, uh, why don't you hand me the Wonder Book and the Lost Sword of Flame? And, and, and does he, like this very forced, creepy smile. So it's like, so it might be that he's like this edgelord and this is how he thinks he's supposed to act. Or it might be that he's just a creepy, weird guy. Yeah. I mean, from the way he's dressed, I wonder if he's just like, he just doesn't know how to act normal. Well, he the fact that he just said ordinary homo sapiens yeah. in reference to so, so us tells me he's not even from here. He's from, uh, I think what it's called is Wonder World. Wonder World, yeah. And so... So he doesn't follow our rules. Yeah, so he doesn't follow... <laughs> so I think it's just like he just doesn't know how to act around people. Yeah. I'd be great if it was like very awkward person. I hope so. I <laughs> so hope so. Because he, he, the way he reacts sometimes feels like... It looks serious, but also very awkward. So then it goes back to uh, Clown Guy yeah, and the he, narrator. The narrator, and he tells basically about like what's happening, and that there's going to be another swordsman and a lion. Yep. And so then it goes to the ending credits, which is the first time you've watching you're watching a modern Tokusatsu toy ending credits because every it's it's uh, for anybody who don't notice it's the main actors dancing is it always the main actors dancing that is every sentai for decades uh, and and like that's just like something they do it's I just guess a, it's a kid's show yeah it's a kid's show and they have like each they actually have like a different dance there's a specific like uh car major dance there's a specific dance it's been like for a long time yeah okay that uh, it would make sense that they would make a separate dance for each show because that way you can learn the dance yes and, and like there'd be uh, like competitions, I'm sure. Uh, I think what it is is that they are trying to get more. They're trying to be, be more for kids. I think also um, one thing I noticed in the ending, and it could mean something, it could mean nothing. It shows the three people dancing is Toma, the Blue Rider, and the editor. And the editor is also holding a book. Yes, all three of them are holding a Wonder Book. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of. It does th- show three writers. It does I, show three writers. It's not her. But I, it's a man in the suit. Yeah. It's, it's clearly well, a male. Just, that doesn't really matter because um, uh, Valkyrie's suit is a guy. But um, the guy in Valkyrie's suit is it, – it, the person in Valkyrie's suit is Yeah, a but guy. it looks feminine. Yeah. But yeah, so – Whereas this I, one looks the same as the other two. Because I've seen who that guy I, – I know who the actor is. I don't know him, but I've seen the actor who is that guy uh-huh. just like here and there. So there is – but it, it, she might get it because there's only like five episodes so far out. Yeah. So, so I mean I, I'm hopeful. A, it might not, but I'm hopeful. I mean, she doesn't even have to like turn into a writer. She could just have special powers with a book or something. Exactly. She could yeah. be the editor. That she could sweet. be. Ooh, <laughs> how sweet would that be if she's Boom. able to like change, change the, the books? books. <laughs> that would be crazy. Suddenly, the most important character. <laughs> how awesome would that be? <laughs> totally sick. They'd be like, she like gets captured by the bad guys or something, and they're like, you have, and so she changes the book so that she can get out. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
because they like put her in a book prison and yeah, she gets out prison, there, yeah. and then she gets out there like how'd you do it she's like i'm the editor <laughs> <laughs> uh i've seen the end of the story and we win <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to start with the suck uh you can go ahead and start with the suck okay so mine's pretty simple that's all things i've complained about already not a big fan of 3d not a big fan of going giant and having giants fight it and i'm not a fan of the narrator that being said because they crush the giant without going giant, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Um, I'm a little worried that it, it might be too Sentai. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of flavor in there. There's a lot of Sentai spice in that. Um, and I'm prepared for some seasons of Common Rider to be kind of like that. More kitty. Yeah. And I understand it's fantasy and all that. Um, it's just really hard to watch this one after Zero One, I guess. Because mm-hmm. Zero One's more my style. And so, um, I'm, and I'm not saying that those things are all. The, the also hard part is that we're starting this. Yes. Versus we're so deep into all the other yeah. shows. So it, it's one of those things. This is episode one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reserve critical judgment for at least three more episodes. Think about it. Which would you have liked better between this one or the first episode of Double? Yeah. And that's kind of it. It's like, can I judge it on one episode? No. Because you hated Phil. You, you hated, you actually disliked more characters in Double at the mm-hmm. start than you do in this show. Yes. <laughs> yes. These are facts. <laughs> and the CGI was much worse in Double. It was much, much worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, the sucks are, they're really not that huge deal because the 3D scene, it was, if they had a bigger budget, it would have been epic. Yeah. Like if it was like a if this was a theatrical release, this that would have been Game of Thrones style scene. <laughs> yeah, but because it was not uh, hugely budgeted, it's not AAA product. Yeah. Um, the yeah. problem is you watch it and you're like, dude, just just find the suits. It looks so much better. Yeah. It, well, it, that that's kind of that's actually my Segoy, but I'll get to that because uh, one of the things we didn't talk about was the ending song had. It, it it cuts back and forth between the dancing and the clips, the dancing and but it it cuts back from the actors dancing mm-hmm. and then the suit actors dancing yeah. in the suits and you can see some um really nice like sword exhibition movie. moves like you see them when they're just uh flashing their flourishing their sword around yes. by themselves and it looks so sick which might be the reason why it's not the same writer because he this guy could be better at uh, yeah better sword play sword play because yeah. they. Um, and it's good. Yeah. It's good swordplay yeah. when, when you actually see it. So uh, I'm excited to see two uh, two swordsmen clash because that, be... that is 100. We're talking about my Sogoy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my suck. My suck. Um, oh, man, it's hard because like I've seen so many starting shows and be like, so it's like hard for me to res- put judgment on anything because I'm like, well, this could be become epic. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing I do, I I don't like the ending. I'm okay with it, but I don't like the fact that they have one because mm. I think it. I want that minute. Yeah, um, <laughs> especially because it wasn't really like super great. <laughs> yeah, well, I have it's no the problem dancing. With that. You're it's, you're used to it. I'm not used to it. I'll show you some after we're done with this, and you'll see. You're like all of a sudden after the, after I show you some, you'll be like, like, oh, okay, let's go back to that. Please. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. God. Um. So. Yeah, I'm like, I, I have no problem with the dancing. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious because I'll vent, uh, if they do the same thing they do, sometimes they'll um, like intersperse scenes of act- of kids actually doing the dance. Oh, okay. Like yeah. the kids who have sent themselves in yeah. doing the dance. And I think that's cool because I like. Yeah, you involve I, the community. You know, I I understand that this show is not meant for me. No, <laughs> you're not the target audience. <laughs> you know, I, I listen to a podcast about Power Rangers and they always talk about it. They're like. <laughs> We're two dumb babies talking about a show for dumb babies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and so I understand that. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with them having it. Mm. I just want that minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
that, zero that, one is jam packed. Yeah, that's my problem. Is I want the minute. Um, so uh, th- they might be. They might. One of the reasons they might have it is because they might have a more uh a more planned outline of the season mm. that means that they don't have to have that. Yeah. So they don't have to have like the three arcs that that yeah they're like we can we can we can we can relax a little bit with the time. Yeah. That makes sense. Or it could be like we're putting the end the the Toei people like we're putting the ending in, and they'll be like, okay, well then we'll redo the story and stuff like that. Because it, this was a full story, nice cliffhanger. Um, besides the CGI stupid blue blue tiger, mm-hmm. uh, but um, I mean it would be fine if he wasn't writing it. Yeah, writing it. It's <laughs> like it you're just been... making an entrance, like you're trying to be tough or something. I mean, if it was standing next to him, still scary. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be scarier. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my, my suck is the minute, the, the lost minute being minute. lost. Yeah. It's not, it's not the, that it's an ending. It's just that it's a minute of not common writer. Yes. Yeah, that's it. that's <laughs> fair. And that was in this episode. We didn't even get an opening. Yes. Um, like we, we heard the song in the backdrop. Yeah. So you, like, this is the song. I've heard the song and I'm like, okay, this is the song just so you know. Um, I, I'm not too crazy about it right now, but I'm never too crazy about songs to begin with mm. because of the way I am. I don't really care about songs, but as the show progresses, I'll probably have more emotional attachment to the song as I have a more emotional attachment to the show. Right. Um, so, yeah. So you're uh, Segoy. Yeah. So um, bittersweet because we didn't get much actual suit acting swordplay. Because it was introducing all the characters. Because there was so. a lot going on. There was a lot of uh, concepts I think they wanted to show. Um, I mean, we didn't in the first episode of Zero One. It yeah. wasn't until the end. So yeah. yeah, and then he only did like a couple jumps. You know. Yeah. So and then we finished. But they, I think they wrapped up the fight at the start of the second. No, the the scene continued from the second one, but the fight ended in the first one, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> the big giant uh, CGI mess. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it was very fluid when he's actually going from you know one stance to the next and flinging the sword around yeah and especially in the ending credits when they're flipping around with the exhibition it was really sweet yes so it um same feelings i cannot wait to see uh a sort the, the one of the swordsmen against caliber or you know anybody else wielding a sword just yes. to see what they can do hopefully they don't drop the ball on that but i mean there's only so much you can do in a fight choreography for a kid's show it's just <laughs> They do I'm, way I'm more than any other. Sh- they do way more than most normal shows. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then also the the potential of another female writer. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, probably not. But anyways. but almost not going to. But hopefully, two in a row would be crazy. It would uh, be. Um, I mean, Tsukiyomi was in uh, Zio, but she literally appeared in the last episode. <laughs> um, uh, the uh uh Maisugoi is the the adherence to the Montif of the book, the book Montif. I really like it. Yeah. I really like that they're like... They, they put... It wasn't like slammed in your face, but they, they put it in there. Like, it's... Uh, so, it's nice and subtle part of me is spots. just like... Just like, stories aren't books. They're different things. <laughs> it would be like, dude, you just not understand. Stories are like oral tradition. Stories like a nebulous idea, and we represent it by a book. But whatever, that's just mm-hmm. how it's like magic world and stuff like that. Magic book, uh, the book, yeah, is like uh, there's always like the 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 alternate idea of like the reason we have books is because the book exists, not the other way around. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> we have the ingrained concept of the book, the book. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my segue. I like the book Montif, like the fire thing. Um, I'm not really big on swords mm-hmm. because I feel they're kind of overused a lot. They are spears uh, king. It's no, it's all, it's all about it's all about gauntlets, just punching things. Oh, gauntlets are also sweet. I'm yeah. I'm 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 all I'm all about the monk player. Yeah. Um. Or if 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 you have to claws claws. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Um. But so 
I'm okay, uh, but I'm, I understand that it has to. I mean, there's like a swords and pretty much everything else too. Yeah. So and they're all s- they're, they're magical swordsmen basically. Yeah. So yeah, that's the idea, and that's really more fantasy. Yeah, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're gonna say one weapon's iconic to fantasy, it would be either like a staff or a sword. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be cool if there was like because it's like sword of legend. But I also feel like they might they might have like it almost feels boxed in because they're all swordsmen. Yeah, that's kind of. Uh, hopefully, they use the term loosely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there might be somebody who has a great sword. Yeah, we need a little spice there. Or, or dual wields. Uh, what we saw um, in the ending, the blue, the blue rider is definitely going to be wielding a sword, and, so, and is, so is the yellow one. And I think the hint for the next episode had something to do with water. So I'm assuming it's fire, water, both of them using swords, kind of a foil. Yeah. So other. the yellow one also, because he was in the ending, uh, wears a sword, mm-hmm. and we saw Caliber fight. Um, who I'm guessing is the guy's dad, uh, Toma's dad. Yeah. Um, and he was using the and a name sword. like Caliber and kind of yeah, <laughs> it's a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so we have one writer to rank. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, t- we can we can force ourselves to rank both of them, but he's technically not a writer yet. I mean, yeah. uh, and I'm not gonna count caliber evil writers aren't really writers in my idea. Yeah. So we're not even gonna really do the writ list because the list writes itself. Yes. And even if we had to, even it would still just be like he's number one and uh, uh, the guy we know nothing about is number two. two. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, and I have a feeling he's going to be a number two even after the next episode. Um, <laughs> so uh, he, uh, the next episode of Caliber, not Caliber, <laughs> Saber, <laughs> Saber, um, is chapter two, The Water Swordsman, along with a blue lion. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this is an interesting thing because. This is also very, going very f- medieval fantasy style, mm. like um, not like straight medieval fantasy, but you know what I mean. It's like more medieval uh, montifs and stuff mm-hmm. it's because it's first off the dragon was a Western dragon. Yep, it wasn't a Ryu; it was a dragon. Yeah, it was a dragon. Um, because Japanese, they have a different word for dragon. What we consider like uh, uh, Game of Thrones dragon, and yeah. like, and then uh, like smog. That's dragon. And when we say Eastern dragon, those are Ryu. Yeah, like serpents. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and now we have lion. Yep. So, um, dragon and lion are very uh European. Yeah, because I mean, even fantasy. though the lion isn't from Europe, um, you know, the the heraldry lion was used quite often. Yeah, just in the uh tradition. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think it was a good start. Yeah. I mean, based on the other starts, it's better than some, worse than others. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I think it's good. I think it might be pretty good. I mean, it could it could go. It has the potential of going both very good and very bad. Yeah, I mean, this can this can turn out to be great, or it can go off the rails. <sighs> I you know I've got my concerns, but like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back on it. I'm just gonna watch and just enjoy the ride. And then if it turns out to be that's the way it is, so be it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not supposed to like every single one of these. Yeah, that's that's it part. It would of- be weird if I liked every single season of Common Rider. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like them in different ways. Uh, there are uh, one, maybe two. I don't, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you'll find something that you like about it when we rewatch it. Yeah, that's true. With that hard analyzation. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, it's such a deep story. If uh, yes. So if anybody has any thoughts about Saber and guesses, no spoilers, because we are a couple episodes behind, so no spoilers, please. Um. I get enough of that on Twitter. Um, <laughs> you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. You can check out information on the website, fanboyopinion.com. Mm-hmm. You can uh, tweet 
Twitter? Tweet? The tweeter. The tweeter at us <laughs> at uh, fanboy underscore opinion. Um, and as we said, that this is not in continuity with uh, the normal writing through the ages, which will still keep going. Yep. And we'll release these episodes out of order with those because we're going to try to do this one every week. Yeah, we want to we want to stay on top of this just so that way we don't get so far behind, say, zero one that we know what happens at the yeah, end. Yeah, because we're losing every yeah, we're week. Losing we're, yeah, we're losing the battle. We're losing the battle. Every every slight delay <laughs> yeah. is ground loss. Well, it's like we do a rotation in writing through the ages, do a rotation every two weeks, and there's a new episode every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, guys, have anything? Thank you for listening.